0: Zam! Here we go, episode 64. That's where we're at today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just kicking it live, doing what we do best. Uh, just you know, it's it's a it's a Friday night. I got a lot of good topics, actually. Believe it or not, I've got some uh, epic space music in the background, which I think I'm gonna I'm gonna change here because it's it's too ethereal. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get some Doom Eternal. Uh, going on here, some doom workout. The reason why I'm saying uh, you know we're gonna need some pretty good music here is simply because we have uh, we have some amazing topics to talk about. Like in video games, we've got Cyberpunk Patch One Point Two is out. Outriders is banning people, uh, doing some interesting things for cheaters, and there's a whole bunch of Battlefield Six topics that we know about. So why don't we just start off with Battlefield Six? Uh, so there's a there was a huge leak about Battlefield 6 where we know uh, November 19th, 2021 is the release date. Uh, they're basically, it, you know, it's going to be set in the modern era. There's going to be a free-to-play battle royale just like in Call of Duty. Uh, they are using the updated Frostbite engine, which means that there's going to be next-gen destruction. Uh, you know, uh, it looks like it's actually going to be revealed soon, uh, according to the EA 2021 leak. So uh, when EA 2021 comes out, that's when they're probably going to release a whole bunch of great information. They're, uh, they're talking about a co-op gameplay where Battlefield, uh, so the co-op that was on Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4 is essentially going to be on steroids is what they're talking about. Um, although they're just leaks uh, by some people who uh, might might or might not be reputable, uh, some EA, uh, some individuals at EA, and some of the devs of Banksen, uh have been saying that basically what what some of the people I get my news from uh, and the you know the sources that are reporting on this are quote not worth a damn or trash. Uh, so, I mean, with, with the next gen destruction and the updated frostbite engine, we probably figured that it was always going to be on the updated frostbite engine. Just, you know, every, every time they upgrade the frostbite engine, they're always going to upgrade a lot of the games. I mean, the next gen destruction, I mean, <laughs> Battlefield, Battlefield is known for its destruction and then, you know, all the crazy nonsensical things that you can just, you can do in, in Battlefield. It is going to be set in the modern era. It sounds like it uh, It might be uh, you versus some Russians, or am i thinking of a different game. But yeah, it, it sounds like it's going to be a modern era uh, style video game, which is perfect because I love the modern eras. Uh, I'm not a big, I'm, you know, uh, let me learn about World War II. I'll learn about it. But if you're going to, if you're gonna put me out there in the next gen, uh, you know, on a console, I'm gonna sit down and I'm play a game. I like the, I like the, the modern eras or at least like modernize it. Uh, you know, the free to play battle royale. I, I'm not surprised because uh, Call of Duty has kind of been sitting atop that for quite some time. Um, player, uh, battle, uh, player unknown battle uh, PUBG? i I've, I. Player unknown battlegrounds. Okay, yeah, PUBG. That's you know that's been pretty big. Uh, Tarkov is out there. You know, there's a lot of a lot of free to play battle royale style games and a lot of games that are pay to play battle uh, you know battle royale games and they they are they are great games. Uh, you know, one of one of the guys that I listen to quite regularly who uh, who likes to do podcasts as well as I do. He really does enjoy Tarkov. Uh, he says Tarkov is a fun game. I'm. Trash at the battle royales. I like the the, the team death mats. So I'm I'm looking uh, I'm really looking forward to the co-op gameplay of Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four on steroids is what a lot of uh, the the leaks have been saying. I'm not sure what the co-ops are are. Are gonna be, um, but I am I am highly anticipating some ridiculous fun on Battlefield Six. I mean, let's uh, let's face it. If you've been a if you've been a fan of any first person shooters, you're you're pretty much either a Call of Duty, a Battlefield, or a a, a hybrid blend of the two. I've always been a huge fan of the Battlefield 3s, uh, Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4. I think I I used to be a COD, and then I remember, yeah, if if I remember, no, I used to be Call of Duty, hardcore, balls to the wall, and then I tried Battlefield 3, and I was blown away. Battlefield 3, you could prone out, you could use a bipod, you know, the attachments that you had on your weapon actually kind of meant something. Um, You know, like if you had a bipod, your recoil was a little bit more. If you're shooting, uh, you know, uh, standing, or if you had a grip, your recoil was different. Like, I just liked how the game kind of thought of things. I was was very good at Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4. However, that was on a controller a while ago, and I have gotten back into uh, the Call of Duty with mouse and keyboard, and I'm not... I'm not good. I, I mean, the, I, I played a battle Royale with my buddy, uh, Brandon, uh, today actually. And I, uh, I didn't do so well. I think we both got two kills and it was, uh, two very cheap kills. <laughs> Essentially. I had the drop on two people and, uh, kind of lit some, some individuals up. So to me, it, it was almost, it was almost worth it, but, uh, not not so much uh with that i mean we got it to we we got to 8th place on our first match we we kind of played it very very safe we kind of you know tucked and rolled and we didn't really we 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 skirted a lot of the the firefights and i think that's a, a pretty good way to do it but i i remember in battlefield 3 and 4 especially 4 you know, I was I was damn good. Like I, I, you know, I would use a couple of mags instead of in Call of Duty, where I'm lucky if I use like two or three mags. So I am looking forward to Battlefield Six with the release dates. Uh, it's it's you know it's pumping me up. I'm getting excited, I'm getting real excited. Um. So yeah, I I don't. I don't see where Battlefield Six could go wrong, unless they uh, they really d- decide to cockamamie it up. Because I haven't been following with the with the latest Battlefields, where uh, Battlefield One and Battlefield Five, where they went back to World War One and World War Two. I I don't like that. I know the new Call of Duty is is called. I think that the working title is Vanguard right now, and they are going World uh, World War Two esque. And I do not, no, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not digging it. I don't. I don't want to do World War II. I don't want. To, I want modern era. Um, I want modern era, fu- futuristic. Uh, but none of that black ops, uh, dumb stuff where you're flying with jetpacks and shit like that. That's a little ridiculous. So cyberpunk, uh, 1.2 patch dropped a couple of days ago. Um, they uh, reduced the amount of higher quality crafting components that are needed to craft iconic weapons or iconic items, I should say. Uh, gorilla arm damage is increased by 20%, which is a good fix because I was getting to some of those fist fights and it wasn't working out too well. This, this was an interesting note that I found. Cat food needed to adopt Nibbles can be bought at several shops around Night City. Um, I think I actually just met Mr. Nibbles. Uh, Ironically, my parrot is named Mr. Blue Nibbles III. Uh, Multiple fixes and improvements to the crafting panel. That is is a very true statement. Optimization for crafting panel and items display. I will say that some of the, the, the changes to the inventory and the crafting are good and some are bad. Uh, there were two parts of the patch announcement and, uh, you know, that I, I thought were pretty cool here. Uh, and I, and, and this is a direct quote and many more like this was part of the patch notes. It was two pages, uh, two actual, uh, pages on steam for, you know, like, Hey, this is an update. And this was the final, the final patch that it was out there that said, and many more dot, dot, dots. And then, uh, parent, uh, supposedly, and I trust this individual cause his name level cap is the guy who I've been getting a lot of my uh, sources from so that there were 484 fixes on the PC alone. There was one, one fix that I was really, really excited about. Uh, one of the best, uh, updates was, uh, they added an option to craft multiple items at once. Um, so if you wanted to craft like uh, ten grenades or something like that, instead of having to go grenade, 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 you could go grenade slide ten. Go ahead and do it. Um, there, they're, I was, I was hoping that they do a little, they, expound upon that a little bit more. Uh, but for what they, what they have right now, I, I find it to be pretty useful. Um, I actually did try out uh, the vortex, uh, uh, cyber tweak engine uh which basically allows you to use console commands and everything else like that. Um I I liked it. I I, I used it. Uh you know I, I I finally beat the game. I beat the game straight through. I, I played straight through. No cheats, no nothing. Um I, I actually beat the game itself. Uh well I mean I did I did kinda quote cheat and I did quote unquote cheat. Um there there was a there's a bug that I've actually found in Cyberpunk. Uh, so I have the revolver crash from River, uh, the the cop that gives you his uh, his revolver at the end of his at the end of one of his missions. Um, I ended up because uh, I want to put it in my um, I want to put it in my stash to display everything on the wall. And on patch one point two, you cannot remove crash from your inventory to your stash, so I can't place crash on the wall. Uh, I I kind of been running I've been running uh, what I like to call the samurai. Uh, recently here where I run with, uh, uh Oh, Takoshi to, Taka- um, it's an Arasaka, uh, it's an Arasaka blade that you get. It's, it's an iconic blade. I think it's the unicorn, the black unicorn. I've been running with that. And then I've been running with the El Chingadora pistol, the other one. And then, uh, I usually try to run with a sniper rifle as well too, because you're a samurai take out, uh, take people out from distances and. And I, I finally, uh, I finally got some pretty baller gear. I got, I look like a, a, a fucking mafia hitman, which is pretty dope. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, there's a lot of great, a lot of great updates that we'll say are updates in the. Uh... And I apologize uh, about that abrupt kind of stop there. I, uh, I had set my TV to, to, because uh, uh, I'm doing this on my, on my big TV and not my monitor. Um, I, I've got my I've got uh, this PC that I've got uh, that I'm using right now hooked up to my big TV where I watch my movies and stuff. And uh, I I set it to like go to sleep like after like ten minutes and it 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 didn't want to wake up in the middle of it. So I was rambling like a dumbass. Uh, but there are a lot of great fixes in the game. I think the, the the overall the overhaul that they've done is is great. I mean I went I, I think I uh, I went from like uh, sixty to like a hundred. Uh went from like 60 to like 90 frames per second. Uh, they definitely updated some of the graphical qualities and stuff like that. So, I mean, especially with the hardware that I'm running now, I should most definitely be up to like 90, 90 to 120 frames a second. So, it, it's looking really good. The game looks absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. I just wish that I could translate that. Uh, so, Cyberpunk has got a lot of great... It, it's it's looking great. I, the, the feel of the game looks great. Everything about it looks great. I'm enjoying the the patch 1.2. Patch 1.2 is, is definitely definitely really really good it's 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 a vast improvement with with all the different updates that they have uh you know the only thing that i don't like is that uh, one of the glitches that you can use uh is really not in the game uh because what you used to do is uh what you used to be able to do is when you would sell this painting this painting was worth like i think it was like four grand or something like that so you'd sell it for four grand and then you could uh you could uh glitch the buyback and when you would buy the painting back, it would only cost you five dollars to buy it back. So what you could do is you could go into uh, what you could go, what you could do is you could go and glitch the buyback menu to where you could buy, you know, uh, you could buy back. Constantly, like you would be like, oh, let me buy that, but it wouldn't leave the vendor's inventory, so you could constantly buy this painting back for five bucks, and you could just build up a whole bunch of paintings and then sell them for a bunch of money. And that's one of the reasons why I went ahead and I, I downloaded Vortex and I used. Uh, I, I had a problem when I was using Vortex for Fallout Four, but I did update. Uh, I did. I mean, the the Cyber Engine tweak is actually very simple to use. Apparently, it just gives you the ability to uh, unlock. The developer developer mode where you essentially just you know input the the console commands and I like that. Um, I don't know if I can. I, I don't know if it disables uh, you know disables anything. It there was a there was a game that I, I was actually because I was googling. I was like you know do the console commands uh, and you know does does the cyber engine tweak uh, uh, undo trophies or what have you. And I remember I looked up one of the games that I was looking at. And it was like this is a single player game. You know, we're, we're not we're not gonna you know we're not gonna disable trophies for you because you wanted to cheat. It's a single player. You know, it doesn't matter. So I thought that was kind of cool for a different game. Uh, Cyberpunk definitely uh, most definitely isn't one. Uh, I have I didn't find anything on whether or not Cyberpunk is gonna disable the cheats if he used this uh, the cyber engine tweak. I'm not sure about it. I like it though. Oh, excuse me! Banana sandwich came out of nowhere, um, but yeah, the the cyber engine tweak I, I like it. it. It's fun. It's it's definitely given me the ability to do something that I wanted to do uh, a while ago. I just wasn't able to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that uh, patch one point two is is a, ver- is a is a big is a very big improvement from where the game was at. Uh, they, they increased, they updated a lot of things. It, it definitely, like I said, is a lot better of a game. It doesn't help that I have better, you know, it, it definitely helps that I have better equipment, but for sure, the, the game for sure is, is a lot cleaner and a lot nicer. Um, so the, the, the final kind of gaming news that I wanted to talk about here is, is a game called Outriders. I've never played the game, never heard of it. Like I've heard of it a few times and I'm like, Oh, this game seems kind of cool. Um, uh, basically if you're caught cheating, you're, you're basically branded, Um, nobody else can see that you're a cheater on your screen. Apparently they put a watermark that shows up on your screen. So if you're caught cheating and you're a live streamer, you'll, they'll see that watermark on there. Uh, you can only match make with other cheaters. Uh, so if you, if you do any live, uh, live games or what have you, you'll be a cheater, uh cheater, uh, lobby. So you'll only ever be with other cheaters. And then the only way to basically remove the watermark is to restore regular gameplay and matchmaking, uh, to restore regular gameplay and matchmaking, the cheater actually has to wipe their entire account back to zero. So like in Tarkov where they're doing the, uh, the wipes, essentially, you, you basically need to start over 100%. That is the only way you can, uh, undo, uh, you know, the being, being branded as a cheater. So that's, that's kind of dope. Um, that's really all I got for gaming news. I I mean, the, 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 gaming, uh, the gaming leaks have really been centered kind of on the battlefields, the battlefield, uh, update. And then the Cyberpunk patch. So uh, to me, the Cyberpunk patch is is one of the bigger parts of news because that's the game I've been really focusing on lately. Um, I've been kind of using it as as a big distraction for some of the shits that that's been going on. Uh, Battlefield Six. Uh, I'm just I I look very forward to it. It's it's Battlefield. I love Battlefield. And you know um, what is it May twelfth. Can't get here fast enough. Uh, April May. Yeah. May 12th can't get here fast enough for the, uh, legendary edition of, uh, uh, what is that? The legendary, legendary mass effect edition can't get here fast enough. So I'm, I'm, I'm heavily looking forward. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to looking forward to all that nonsense just simply because, uh, you know, um, you you get a game that you like and you 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 are like ah oh, when does it come out? <laughs> it's just <laughs> slow ticky ticky ticky. So that's kind of where I'm at with uh, with games. Um, I'm I'm excited. It, it's it, you know the future is upon us. Uh, so kind of to, kind of to jump gears here uh, to uh, to some other exciting news. Um, I watched the entire Snyder cut of Justice League. holy shit that was (laughs) that was four hours of my life I I was very happy to spend Uh, a couple of uh, notes and takeaways that I have here Uh, what uh, this is what I thought was Zack Snyder's uh, use for the Superman's black suit Uh, I thought it was a tie to Zod who was a warrior and Superman now thinks he's a warrior because he's fighting for earth uh, but what Snyder actually used was he said that uh, he used the black suit as a nod to the new suit when Superman was first resurrected in the comics uh, because the black color scheme actually helps him heal faster because it absorbs that sunlight better. I was like, that's pretty, uh, pretty dope. Um, uh, uh, the, the darkness that, that they've been getting into is just a holy shit. Like I can't believe how dark uh the the Snyder the Snyder uh I should say the DCEU is. I mean the the fucking you know the blood the guts and just like the death and destruction that was all around there and the gore of the Snyder cut was pretty fucking epic. Uh, so they they definitely they definitely are, are like dark with the DCEU. I mean Marvel's really kind of touching upon it where they're you know they're they're getting kind of semi sort of dark with it but like bro like, they are getting dark uh, in the DCEU. Although, I've heard some news that the DCEU is, is basically shut down. Like, they're like, nope, we're not competing with it. But I, I find it odd that, you know, the superhero, like, I like it a lot. Like, I like the Snyder universe, I like the dark grittiness of it all. Um, Martian Manhunter was introduced. I thought that was a pretty cool ending. Uh, the Joker Dream sequence uh, did go, like, like I said, dark as fuck. Uh, I liked how they, they they it felt more of a fluid story. It felt very fleshed out. Um, I feel as though it was told a little bit better, just because you kind of got introduced to all the characters a little bit more. It was more of an actual story arc instead of just kind of a boop 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 boop. You know, kind of just the the, the episodical steps that they needed to take. Um, the one of the negative takeaways that I have is that Wonder Woman had an absurd amount of music. Uh, you know, like every time she did something in the movie, it was like, <anned rage> and you're like, okay, you don't need to f- like, come on, Zach, like, you know, like, I, I get it super, uh, you know, Wonder Woman's like, cute. And Gal Gal, Gal Gadot is hot as fuck, you know, but like, we don't need to like, we don't need to like, you know, make her badass all the time with music to let us know that she's doing something epic. Like, come on, Zach. Um, the Snyder cut was, was very well done. I liked a lot of the changes. I liked the, the story and how it was told there. Uh, there were some scenes that were a little, a little, a uh, little, they went on a little long. Um, they didn't, you know, they, it felt like a little, maybe a little oversharing, but I, you know, that's, that's, that's fine. Uh, the Snyder cut was, was very well worth it. I, w- I would say it's, you know, it's well worth the, I think it was like seven ninety nine that I spent to get HBO plus for a month. Um, Rick and Morty Season 5 is coming out June 20th at 11 p.m. on HBO. And I, I do have HBO, so, uh, you know, April, May, June. Uh, so we, we got some time. Um, uh, but Rick and Morty Season 5 is confirmed uh, to be coming out June 20th. So I, I look a lot forward. I look, I look, I look very forward to that. Um, and, and, and some of the other stuff, just kind of in dealing with TV and movies, uh, Rick, uh, there, there were some fan theories out there. That, that were pretty interesting um, about uh, TV shows and, and movies and and kind of some other stuff. Um, we'll we'll start off with some some quick uh, like uh, two quick snippets here. Uh, for any of the any fans of Friends, you know Phoebe and Joey were always the single ones, uh, but there was actually a story arc that was pitched by the actors of Joey and Phoebe. Uh, that they were secretly hooking up all along. They were basically friends with benefits all along. Uh, the studio basically de- decided not to do it for, for a couple reasons or another, but there was a fan theory that was out there that Phoebe and Joey were always secretly just hooking up for the entirety of the Friends series as, you know, closeted uh friends with benefits so that would have been a massive turn for for friends because i I know that friends with benefits in today's day and age are are not really a hundred like they're not mm, they're not you know that it's 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 not really frowned upon but it's it's not something that's really looked upon as as a positive but i mean back then that would have been fucking groundbreaking um this one's kind of old the flintstones and jensens actually take place at the same time uh, the show takes place in a in, in post apocalyptic time frame where the wealthy escape to the sky with uh, flying cities and cars, and the poor rebuild society as cavemen. Um, I think there was like one or two crossovers where they actually uh, um, where they actually uh, what's it called where they showed the Jetsons and the Flintstones in the same place, and I think they they did kind of confirm that because I'm almost positive they had that crossover episode once where the Jetsons went down. Or went down to see the Flintstones, so I I, I don't I think that one was kind of uh, confirmed. Uh, but the the next the next few th- fan theories are actually pretty wild and out there. Uh, so one of the theories uh, that, is, that is out there Jack Dawson is a time travel. Uh, there's a popular theory about uh, the Titanic that Jack is actually from the future and only boards the Titanic to save Rose's life, uh, and there's apparently plenty of evidence to prove it. Uh, One of the clues is that Jack mentions a lake with soda uh, is a lake that he once fished in, as well as a a roller coaster at the Santa Monica Pier. However, uh, during uh, during the year 1912, when the Titanic sank, uh, these weren't actually in existence. And then, you know, it kind of goes on. Need more evidence? Just take a look at Jack's out of place hairstyle and the fashion for the time period, including a rucksack he's been carrying that actually wasn't popular until the 1930s. Uh, the biggest thing that I would say uh, with with number one, the the Lake with thing and Santa Monica, they're not always like 100 percent on the facts. I mean, that that kind of, you know, th- you know, like they're now, you know, they, they take liberty with that kind of, you know, to talk about some like famous shit um, as well as his out of place hairstyle and the rucksack not being popular until the 30s. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched like an anime, an anime, uh, anime series or something like that, where like, you know, in a sea of black haired uh, Chinese individuals, there's that headed, you know, girl, like you're like, that's the main character. I think that's kind of what they did with Jack was they, they made him stand out, uh, to, to everyone because she needed to be able to pick up Leonardo DiCap- DiCaprio in, in the crowd and all that other fun stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's a cool theory. It really is a a, a very interesting theory. I'm, I'm pro pro theories on that. It's, it's kind of dope. A uh, the next theory is actually about a Pixar movie that the monsters are scared of the Black Death. Uh, so in, in Monsters Incorporated, uh, given the advanced technology of Monsters Incorporated world, it's actually safe to assume that the monsters have been traveling to the human world for a long time. The theory kind of states, say, like since the Middle Ages, question mark. Uh, there's a fan theory that suggests the first time the monsters made contact with the, with the human world was actually during the time of the, blo- the Black Death or the Plague. And that's why monsters are afraid to, con- to uh, you know to make contact with humans. Um, You know, the theory kind of comes from when you consider how the bubonic plague was mainly spread through fleas, which would explain the reactions that every single time, uh, you know, a monster had touched some, was contacted by something in the human world, they essentially shave that spot off. Uh, So, I mean, that's, that's kind of a cool one. Uh, This one though, this one blew my, this one blew my mind. There's a wild, uh, and this is the title here. There's a wild fan theory that claims Tony Stark is actually a full-fledged member of Hydra. Um, so this is this is taken from the article here. Uh, he helped make the Helicarriers during Winter Soldier. He invented a robot, Ultron, that was uh, deliberately flawed so that the government would want to put the superheroes in check. And then he did support the Sokovia Accords, which stripped uh, enhanced people of their civil rights. He tried to kill Bucky because he realized that Bucky was getting his memory back and could identify him as Hydra. When Thanos' people came for the Infinity Stones, he actually de- deliberately didn't call Steve Rogers for help because he wanted the Avengers to lose. As well as uh, Doctor Strange realized that Tony, what Tony was when he used his powers with the Time Stone, and that's why he deliberately convinced Tony to kill himself at the end of Endgame to sacrifice, you know, make the sacrifice play because he was part of Hydra and it would have been a, a huge exposure. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. On, on the Hydra one, a lot, you know, like the the fan, like, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, he wears a ring, so he must be married, you know, like it, it, you can kind of, you can also kind of pull like, oh, he, he wears a ring because he likes it, you know? So there's a lot of, a lot of nifty little fan theories that are out there that, that, that make interesting, interesting annotations and interesting notions. Um, I don't know. I just, I've been reading a lot of articles on Reddit and I've been kind of just doing a lot of, uh, doing a lot of things here recently, which is actually something I'm going to touch on. Um, I've had quite a bit of free time here recently. um, So we're going to, we're going to chit chat about that in in a minute, but I mean, the, the, these theories are pretty interesting. I like the call to the theories. I like where they're coming from. I like where they're going. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fan theories. I really am. I don't think that, uh, I don't think that a lot of them are true. Some of them do come out as true, but I, I, I full heartedly believe that a lot of the fan theories are just that theories that are out there that you can, uh, you can throw notes to the wind. So, um, but yeah, so let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and pull up El Redito and, uh, we'll go ahead and get my introduction played for, for the, uh, yeah. Cause we're going to talk about, we're going to give some people some advice. And talk about some advice here in a little bit so let's go ahead and play that in in, in the in the amendment you know what helps is when i hit stop on the recording to uh and to throw things in here all right here we go advice yeah, I'm cutting that second half off. If you, if if enough of you dumb, dumb individuals out there listening to me, I actually take this advice seriously. Like we've got, you got some problems. You're listening to my dumb face. Rid, rid the. words so goddamn hard right now? I can't even. Oh my god. Uh, so we we got a we got a couple of um, uh, uh, couple one two three four five six. Wow. Well, some of them are some some of them are actually pretty short, so we're gonna we're just gonna pop right into it here. Uh, so we're helping. Uh, got some people with some girlfriend issues. Uh, somebody who thinks they're unlikable. Uh, he wants uh, somebody wants to throw away all of his uh, his stuff from his ex. I got a yard stale question and talk and a question about sadness. So uh, this one this one gentleman here, uh, username a uh, whole bunch of numbers, uh, says my girlfriend hates men with a passion. What do I do? So basically, me and my girlfriend have been in a relationship for over five years. And recently, she's been hating on men a lot, like how men are a plague. So the reason why I say this is because lately we get into arguments over literally anything. Doesn't matter if it's about clothes or even men uh, or even the men in uh, men are in groups. Also, she says I'm the only man she likes and no one else. The whole ordeal about hating on men starting while we are in quarantine. Um, hmm, So there's a good question here. Uh, do you live with her? Uh, she had to move back with her parents because of COVID before, uh, that they did. Uh, they're 27 years old. Let's see if there are any other, you know how I love, you know, something that I, I love about PC is there's a very easy way that you can just collapse things, uh, slightly easily. Um, okay. There's no other really questions out there. So they're, they're 20, they're 27 years old and they do not live together. Well, uh, probably one thing is that she's starting to get really pissed off with her dad or her father figure that she's living with. Is what I would say. Another thing is that maybe, uh, th- and you know, this is maybe just a stretch, but if she's starting to hate all men in general, uh, she may have had a very negative interaction with men uh, that 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 kind of came about. So she may be, uh, she may have. Been hit on, or may she may have another boo that she was looking for, or, or a side piece of action, um, you know that that kind of that kind of failed her. Uh, that could be that could be a thing. I mean, there's a million different reasons as to why she hates men in general. Um, you're going to have to do a little bit of digging. I mean, that's pretty much the, the only thing that I would say that you're going to have to do is just, you know, grab a shovel and, and start digging because, I mean, it, it could be, like I said, it, it could just be that something her dad's doing, something uh, her grandfather's doing, something you're doing. It could be something that, uh, you know, uh, a, a side man, you know, somebody else who was giving your attention kind of did that, that might have tried to, to upset her. Uh, it may have been something that just randomly happened to her while she was out and about. So there's a million different reasons as to why she could, uh, start hitting men. But my, my, my advice to you would be to grab a, a shovel and start digging if it bothers you that much. Um, so this, this other person, uh, has a, has a question, uh, swag on empty uh swag on empty so a uh, proposal to my girlfriend i i'm finally ready to take the plunge good for you man uh, i bought a diamond or good for you lady i bought a diamond ring i've been uh eyeing for months i show her sister the ring and all her sister tells me is that she'll hate it and uh what i need to do because her sister deserves the best at this point i don't know if uh, if i go with what i bought or listen to her sister uh go with what you want um First off, you you're, you're gonna. Uh, I think if that's exactly what her sister said, is that she'll hate it and her sister deserves better. Uh, one thing that I'm I'm thinking is that she doesn't like you. Her sister doesn't like you. I'm thinking that her sister is not a fan of you, and and so she may not want you around for quite some time. Uh, so, uh, in all honesty, if you found something that you like. And you propose to your girlfriend with it. One of two things is going to happen. Your girlfriend is going to accept it as it's not something as pretty as she wants it to be, but it's from you, so she's really excited about it. Or number two, your girlfriend's absolutely going to love it. The reason why I say that is because I've I've actually picked something out for uh, for girlfriends. I've actually picked out multiple things for for women that uh, that they didn't particularly liked, but they saw how much it meant to me and how big of a reaction it got out of me. Uh, when, when I showed them uh, a ring or when I showed them a piece of clothing or when I showed them something that I was like, this to me, this to me is amazing. (laughs) Sorry. One second here. Got a tickle in my throat. Uh, so like when I showed them something that was like, that was exceptionally awesome to me, I was like. I was like, this is a present from me to you. And they're like, well, this is not. And I'm like, I, th- I thought, they're like, what, where'd you get this? And I was like, oh, I went to, you know, I went to Kmart. I saw it and I was like, that's going to look sexy as hell on, you know, on so-and-so. And then I kind of see their mood change. Uh, I think just the fact that number one, you're, you're looking to you're looking to marry her. Uh, it's, you know, it's been something that you've been eyeing for months, as well as it's something that you really put a whole heck of a lot of thought into. I would uh, I would, you know, embrace that and, and just, you know, slide off and, and just go with it. Um, or the or the or the sister may be jealous because, you know, they're you're such a good dude. Uh, so that's that's kind of what I would say is, is to kind of go with that. Uh, you know, forget forget the sister. I, I don't I don't see what what w- what would be kind about that. Um, so we're going to help this uh, next person here. It's spazzy. Asks, uh, should I throw away all the cards my ex wrote me and our photos together? Um, I find this, uh, to be very interesting as, as a question, just simply because, um, there comes a point in time when you no longer want to look at your ex-girlfriend. Um, there, there's a, there's a lot of other things where you just, you know, you, you take a look at things and you just, you, uh, they, they, they elicit feelings. I mean, I have, um uh, I have a lot of old photos. I have a lot of uh, you know old pictures of ex girlfriends that I have uh, because every once in a while I want to reminisce. Uh, you know, every once in a while I just I want to look back and 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 you know maybe see something. It, you know, you get a moment of just mm. you know. So like, there's a lot of uh, there's a there's a lot of, um, uh, of feelings that can that kind of come with it. So what I would say is uh, do it on your own time. Uh, you know, I would say. If, uh, if you want to keep the photos, maybe, uh, you know, maybe try to look maybe try to look back every so often and, you know, like, does it hurt, uh, you know, or if it hurts too much, just toss it away. You know, I I would say that, uh, you know, if, if you, if, if, if you have feelings that are elicited that are super negative from them and it was a super negative experience, uh, like, you know, it was a toxic environment that just kind of blew up in your face fuck off with it, you know, just delete it all, uh, get rid of it all, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe throw it in a bucket and, and start it on fire, you know, I, I did that once, I, I lit a bunch of uh, my ex's uh, photos and, and letters and stuff like that on fire, uh, because it was fun, um, so it, it's uh, it's kind of up to you, you you are the deciding factor, I would say if it hurts, if it hurts like a motherfucker to, to take a look at some of this stuff and read it, go ahead and burn it, if it doesn't, if it, if you know, if it elicits just a a little bit of sadness, I'd say, you know, maybe keep them. Uh, I don't know if you, uh, if you want to, if you really, 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 really want to, to hold on to them, uh, you know, even though you, you want, uh, you, you, you elicit big, big, sad feels, uh, hold on to it for a while and and maybe kind of come back to it after like a year. Uh, so that's, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I would go with that. Um, so, uh, new draw seven two five three asks here: How much sadness is normal? Is it normal to feel slightly sad every day for a short period of time? For example, if you would feel slightly sad for an hour every day, is this sadness or is this depression? Where would you draw the border between sadness and depression? Um, I kind of, I kind of revert back to uh, to one one of the most one of the more interesting things that I've. I've actually, uh, heard, cause I remember, uh, I remember, uh, you know, seeing this meme out there where, you know, um, or I think it was, uh, I think it was maybe a, a skit or something like that. But, uh, you know, the doctor kind of comes in and is like, Hey man, you know, how you feeling? And he's like, Oh, you know, just the normal amount of pain. And uh, he's like, Hey, what's your pain level at? And he's like, you know, Oh, the normal amount of pain. And the doctor's like the normal amount is zero. Uh, so as a veteran, you know, like there just aches and pains that go along with it. So how much sadness is normal? I mean, that kind of depends, you know, like if you're in a really good fucking mood, like, all right, like, you know, you wake up, you you feel like, you know, you feel like, you know, hot shit, like fucking rock and roll like a motherfucker, Uh, you know, that's great. And then maybe you have something that makes you feel sad, Panda, you're like, oh, that Panda looks lonely. And then you go about your rest of your day like, okay, that's not bad. But if, if you if you have like a moment or two throughout the day where you just are overwhelmed with sadness, that that might be something to look into. That might definitely be something to look into, um, just simply because that 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 might be a sign of d- the depresses. Um, that's what I would say. We have a uh, XRX uh, who asks how long to hold a yard sale item after it's been paid for. Uh, this lady bought three items today in our yard sale, a treadmill, a small table and a speed spreader and a, Oh, a seed spreader. I was like, what's a speed spreader? Uh, she paid 35 bucks for all three of them. She said she'd be later back to pick them up, uh, in the day. What's my legal requirement, uh, to hold onto these. I don't care to hold them, but reasonably how long should I hold everything for? Um, and then one of the good questions here is, uh, do you have contact info? And she goes, no no contact info. I only had the sale. Uh, she only had the sale advertised for the day. Um, I would say 48 hours. Uh, I would reasonably say 48 to 72 hours actually. Um, if, if, uh, you know, if the lady doesn't swing by within four, uh, 42, 48 to 72 hours, then I would say, you know, maybe throw it up, uh, for sale again. Um, just, you know, I would hold on to the lady's $35 as well too. Um, just simply because, um, you know she, that that might cause some some legal ramifications, but if you don't, have, you know, if she's like, "Hey, I'll be back later on today to pick him up," and she doesn't, I would say hold on to him for that forty-eight to seventy-two hours, just simply because that that's kind of a reasonable time frame uh, to to go. Well, if someone says they're going to come back right away and then they don't come back right away, you know, it gives you plenty of time to kind of say, "All right, this is you know, this is a reasonable amount of time to hold on to something for someone." Um, so yeah, forty-eight to seventy-two hours. And then our final uh, piece of advice here, by Anon Apple Six, um, uh, am I am I just unlikable? People who get a lot of likes are likable. Therefore, I am. Am I doing something wrong uh, that is not likable? I would have the same by now if I were. Is that not correct? Why uh, and why is it that people tell me the issue is that I think about wanting people to like me? Is uh, so I don't know if uh, you're talking about a like on social media or if you're talking about a like in in, 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 in real life. I mean, social media is finicky. I mean, I've, I've posted some like dark heavy stuff on social media where I've, you know, uh, I remember I found a I, I was feeling really sad panda. And I, re- I was uh, and I found a Bob Ross, you, you know, quote, where he's like I'm waiting on the good times now. Uh, you know, he, oh, he was talking about, uh, lights and darks. He's like, you gotta have lights and darks and in photos, just like in life, you know, you gotta have the lights and the darks and, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta have the good times and the bad times. And I'm waiting on the good times now. And that was actually when his, uh, when his wife had just died of, of cancer, I think is what it was. Um, and I had just gone through a nasty bre- breakup where the, the nasty breakup where I, you know, like that was the that was the episode a number of episodes ago. That was like eighteen minutes long, where it was just like me being super fucking sad. Panda with some super ethereal, cool ethereal music, but uh, ethereal nonetheless. Um, and if you're if you're talking about likes on social media, dude, I don't get any likes. I have like six like there, you know, six people that are listening to this podcast. To me, yeah, I'd like to have like two three hundred people listening to this podcast. I think that would be dope. But the fact that there's like a consistent, like six or seven people who listen to this podcast, I think that's pretty awesome. I think that's great. Like six or seven, like five or six people take the time out of their fucking day to listen to my dumb voice talk. I think that's pretty awesome. I like that. And I try to be entertaining. And if I'm not entertaining to, you know, if I'm entertaining to six of 20 people, that's a pretty damn good ratio. I mean, if you take a look at people's uh light uh, ads sp- uh you know like uh one of the 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 websites that I go on called 9gag which uh okay, it's not it's not porn. I do visit those sites, but, <laughs> but you know, uh 9gag uh, used to be 9 gags or 9 funny pictures or or funny videos and, or funny gifs per page. So it used to be called 9gag. And um uh, on there, you know, I remember that it was kind of talking about like um Shit, I forgot where I was going with this. Nine gag, you know what I got? You know, standby. I gotta, I gotta literally rewind what I was just talking about. This is so dumb. Oh my god, I'm so dumb. Oh yeah, I think I remember what I was talking about. Uh, so like, you know, on nine gag, instead of going ha 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 ha, yeah, like, so funny, you know, ha 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 ha. You, you, essentially, what you're doing is uh, you're like, huh? Like that's all you're getting. It's just a. Or like even you're just like, that's dope. You know, you, you blow a little extra, you just snort a little bit and then you upvote it. Um, and I mean, yeah, upvoting takes, you know, there's, there's, there's no, like, you know, somebody can just upvote something, but like on nine gag, like, you know, I, a lot of the same stuff reaches the hot page or, you know, and there's not many things out there that you really upvote, you know, you, you really have to find something that sparks somebody's, you know, somebody's bubble. I mean, I can post funny stuff all day, every day on my, on my Foss book. And, uh, you know, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna explode. It's gonna get a lot of, you know, like every once in a while you'll get something like that's dope. But like, if you take a look at a like a lot of your friends stuff and all that other stuff, if, if you're going solely based, am I likable on likes and upvotes that you get on social media, dude, you're looking in the wrong place to get, you know, achievements. Like I look at it this way, I've got like three or four really good friends, you know, uh, that I would consider really good friends. You know, I've got Alex, Brandon, Kyle, and then there's a couple other people out there that I, that I consider very, very good friends of mine, but Alex, Kyle, and Brandon are like the three main dudes that I hang out with. Uh, you know, they're the three, my, my three may, uh, my three main amigos, you know, uh, and I, I really like them a lot. They, they talk to me almost on a daily basis. They, they kind of, you know, see what's up with me. So, um, and that's, that's pretty good nowadays. You know, I don't need like 50 million awesome friends cause I don't want to be hit up 50 million times and you know, be like, Hey, what do you, blah, blah, blah. dude, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. So to, to me, uh, what I would say, what I would say to you is stop, stop caring about social media likes and, and social media this. I mean, if I cared about how many people like this podcast, I would have stopped this podcast months ago. There, there have been days where I legitimately just did not want to fucking do this. Like I, I'm like, it, it, it's, you know, it's like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I don't want to film this podcast at the last fucking minute. Like there, there's, you know, I could be doing other shit. I could, you know, I could be fucking sleeping. I could be guzzling a Mountain Dew right now and watching a fucking stupid TV. I got to That's what I got to watch. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to do today. I I've been, I've been uh, looking forward to reviewing Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's what I forgot to do. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, touch on episode two, even though episode three, I think is out today for Disney plus, and I, I can actually check it right now, but yeah, I, if you're, stop caring, just absolutely stop caring. Nobody cares. Nobody, absolutely. Nobody cares. Um, you know, as much as you would think on, on media, uh, because if you, if you go based, yeah, okay. Episode, episode three is actually out. So I, I have to watch episode three right now, but if you, uh, if, if you're, if you're caring how much people like your shit on social media, get off, just stop caring. It's, it's not worth it. It is very, very much not worth it. Um, so yeah. Uh, so to, to kind of dive into it, I know that I said I was going to, uh, I was going to do kind of recaps of of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, you know, I'll go ahead and dive into episode two. I'll, I'll I'll I'll, I'll I, I was thinking about it because uh, a buddy of mine, Alex, and I are actually uh, starting a podcast called Low Key Feige, uh, Low Key Feige, uh, you know, where we're going to be talking about, you know, the, the most recent episodes and stuff like that. I thought it'd be kind of cool to dive into episodes like I thought, like, oh, I would just watch it every Friday and then, you know, talk about it on my podcast right away. Yeah, it's not really fair to people. Uh so I think that I I'm waiting a week to to kind of dive into it so right before I watch the the new episode or right after I watch the new episode I'm going to talk about the old episode just just because I think it would be uh a great way to to jump into it and again I'll leave that at the the very end of the the podcast. I mean the episode wasn't really a a uh a big one. It 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 kind of was setting up some setting up some stuff. Uh so uh, the thing that I wanted to talk about earlier uh, is essentially. Um, so apparently, uh, so I, I've I've always kind of been I've I've kind of had uh, some some dealings with nausea lately. The last two weeks I've been really hit with some some heavy heavy nausea, where I've just I've been feeling like absolute trash and and feeling very very sick. Um, and it seems like the more um, so. I and I've I've explained this to my my psychiatrist and and my doc and my doctors, um, but it it's kind of it's it's kind of interesting, because like uh, they uh, my doctors are calling it an an eating disorder and a panic disorder, and I'm not I'm not entirely hundred percent sure it's either or like I can I can understand the panic disorder, but I'm not entirely sure that it's an eating disorder either. Uh, so what basically what happens is. Uh, I step outside, and and I think it's a bit of angoraphobia mixed with entomophobia. Uh, The fear of going outside and the fear of throwing up. Uh, So I think it's kind of a mix of the... uh, And and I'm sorry if this is getting a little weird, uh, or if this is getting a little too heavy for you, uh, or if this maybe triggers you, but it's, uh, you know, the fear of getting sick, and then the fear of being sick in public, and then, I don't know why, but like... Today, uh, today I, I felt really nauseated, and, and then I, I took my medication this morning. Uh, I called into work, and I basically was like, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna go to work." The the nausea's not as bad as it has been, because it's it it's it's been pretty fucking bad some of these days, um, where it's it's been off the charts, and then uh, some of the other days it, it hasn't been as bad. Um, so I I remember that I was given a dose of lorazepam. Which is an anti-anxiety medication that basically just kind of stabilized the fuck out of me, um, which was which, which was kind of amazing. That the, the doctor like, "This is like an emergency use kind of thing," because uh, I was I was having a really bad day, and uh, it was it was int- it was it was it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, it, it it basically uh, calmed me, like because I got home, I was able to calm down. But like today, I was like, "I'm gonna treat myself." I, I want to treat myself to something nice I want to treat myself to something good I'm going to going to give myself something like I'm gonna I'm gonna treat myself to something nice and so what I did was I went to Starbucks so on my drive there I was talking to my buddy Brandon I was doing all right I was feeling okay and then I got in line and I saw that there were like five cars in front of me I was like okay I can kind of deal with that and uh, I was like well you know if somebody comes in behind me I'm kind of trapped because at this particular Starbucks, Um, there, there's no way that you could just leave and go. Uh, if you needed to, you're, you're pretty much stuck in this drive-through. I mean, I could have popped a curb, but it probably wouldn't have been the best for the Jeep, Bob. Um, but as soon as like two people pulled behind me and I realized that the line was moving fairly slow, I got really panicky because it was like, Oh my God, what if I start to feel really sick and I have to puke? And then I get, you know, I got to puke outside my car and then every season it's an embarrassment and I'm going to feel like shit. So I started like, it slowly started to kind of creep in and, um, it was, it was kind of nice cause I met the Liz girl. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Liz is fine. Cause I think that's just her nickname. Um, I met Liz again, uh, the, the, the girl from the, the last one, the last, uh, the last one that I was talking about with the Starbucks. And, uh, she, you know, she thanked me and everything else like that. And I, well, I, you know, I thanked her for my day. I got my stuff and I, I left and I was, I was coming home and and uh, I, I noticed that, you know, like the, the closer I was getting to home, the more panicky I was getting, which meant the more nausea I was feeling. And it, it got pretty bad with the nausea to where, uh, you know, by the time I pulled into my, my parking space here in, in the cul-de-sac uh, where I live, it, uh, it was pretty bad. Like, it, it you know, like I was I, I was almost to the point of gagging. I mean, there was uh, the, the other day when I came home from the hospital too, like there was there, to the point of gagging. Um, so I, you know, and I, I, I don't know what caused it or I don't know why it was it was extra harsh or extra hardcore, but I, uh, I'm a little nervous uh, about, about tomorrow because I'm supposed to drive 45 minutes away to a hospital to get my second COVID shot. I mean, if me leaving the house uh to go 10 minutes down the road to go pick up some Starbucks and then waiting 10 minutes and then driving another 10 minutes me driving 35 40 minutes to the hospital to get my second dose of a covid shot and then driving 45 you know half hour 45 minutes back after waiting another 20 30 minutes to get the covid shot and if if half an hour is doing that to me I don't know what half an hour, you know, I don't know what that what that drive down down there is going to be like. So I might uh, I might kind of just uh, hold off on taking some of my medication until after I get back to see if maybe that's that's what's exciting me or not. But I don't I don't know. I'm a little worried. And, and that's what's been going on is because like any time I I get ready to go to work or any time I get ready to go do something out, outdoors, I feel this very heavy panic uh kind of creep in on me and I'm starting to feel really panicky and I, I start to get really nauseated and the nausea kicks up to where like, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm actually going to puke. And then like, you know, by the time I, you know, I, I, I stave it off until I just, and just barely until I get home. And then I, I get into a quote safe space and it's, it's fucking insane. Um, and like even, even today, like even for a little bit, like while I'm talking during this podcast, I feel a little. A little upsetting spaghetti. I mean, I felt a little, uh, you know, I feel nausea throughout the day. Like it, it's very discomforting to where like, I don't want to really drink as much. And some of the medication that I take, I have to stay hydrated. If I don't stay hydrated, the nausea is going to increase, which causes a, a spiral of effects. So like I have to stay hydrated and, and it's, it's not, it's not a fun time. So, I mean, that's kind of what I've been dealing with uh, this past week, week and a half, which is why I have quite a bit of time because I've 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 taken off uh, you know a decent amount of time from work trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with me and what's what's happening. So the doctors got me on some good shit. Uh, I guess they're testing me out on some stuff to see how I feel and, and to kind of get me going. Um, I'm excited to see where it takes me. Um, I, I I just took my first dose of of an anti anxiety medic of a new anti anxiety medication. We'll see how that uh, we'll see how that how that plays and how that kicks in. Um, yeah. So I'm um, yeah, just a little bit about my personal life. I've just been dealing with that uh, very recently here, too. I mean, uh, Easter is, is upon us, um, you know, and my I might go out. But then again, I don't know because I'm not entirely hundred like I'm not I'm not sure what what's going to happen with me. Uh, you know, like I said, it, I, I got to figure out how I feel tomorrow before I uh, just go leave for a town 45 minutes away from me. I mean, if, if I'm having trouble driving 10 minutes to, to go somewhere to do something, a half hour, 45 minute drive to go get a shot is, is most definitely not something that I'm going to be able to do. Maybe I can convince somebody to give me the second dose, you know, a second dose, uh, you know, it's home or I go visit them somewhere, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. That's going to be an interesting, interesting drive tomorrow. If I don't lose my, lose my mind. But yeah, so that's what I've been dealing with. That's that's kind of a little insight into into my mind and what's been going on. It's it's not it's not been fun and it's not been pretty, so that's that's all I can really say. Um so I guess we can talk about episode two of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier here. Again, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode two coming up. Uh so uh, you know, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Uh, if you continue listening on here, I'm giving you plenty of time to shut it off and I feel like I've given you plenty of time. So, uh, episode two kind of picks up, uh, where, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're Bucky and, uh, Bucky and Falcon kind of, uh, you know, realize that, uh, oh shit, there's a, there's a new Captain America. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, a they, they, they meet the new Captain America and they meet the, uh, this new, uh, master sergeant or command sergeant major that's like his his sidekick um they kind of get introduced they find out that there's a, another super soldier who actually tried to kill bucky uh and he's the only one that didn't actually get killed by bucky who he, uh, he, he kind of fucked him up uh he was uh, he was another super soldier that was out there and they, they kind of found out a little bit more information about the uh the red hand I don't, I don't, know. I forget what it's called. Alex told me what it was called. And I, I totally forget. Cause I went on a walk with Alex. Um, and, and he told me what it was. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they kind of meet and then, you know, uh, new captain America. He's kind of a dick. I mean, he, he, he had a couple of choices to, to go about it, but he, he definitely could have phrased it a little bit better. Um, Bucky uh, got arrested, which was pretty interesting because there was a warrant out for his arrest because he missed a a, 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 a a session of, of hanging out with his psychiatrist. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, there, there was a little bit of uh, what's it called? There was a little bit of racism in there. You know, they kind of, Kind of showed a little bit of uh, you know dealing with the world, of what's been going on today, and how you know status and, and culture can kind of deal with it. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. It was it was more it was a it was a bit of a setup episode where they kind of showed you know a little bit more about the red hand, uh, what they were up up to, and what they were really doing. Kind of gave you a bit of a more glimpse into you know what you're looking for, why they're doing what they're doing. It kind of introduced you to Captain America, uh, the new Captain America. You learned a bit about him, and you learned how he's he's kind of a humble soldier. Soldier, uh, but he he was given the super soldier serum, and you know after uh, after Captain America was created, so they they definitely been you know like practicing for that. You you learn kind of a bit more about him. Uh, he tried to alpha male up to some alpha males, which you really don't do. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're an alpha male and you want to work with another alpha male, you know, these alpha male figures who, you know, usually don't do it. You don't want to be like, Hey, red Falcon, you're, you know, you're the sidekick of you were the sidekick of cap America. Why don't you come be my sidekick? You don't, you don't really do that. You don't disrespect somebody be like, look, man, you know, some, they, they assigned me to be the next captain America. I'm not going to fucking say no uh, having you help me, you know, in this endeavor is, is, is going to be the biggest thing. Like I need it. I want us to be a team, like team up with me. I need you to help me be the best Captain America I can be because the best part about Captain America was the red Falcon. He was, you know, he was just Captain America, but Captain America and the red Falcon, like you know, that was a, that was a, that was like the golden girls, you know, it was, it was a dream team. And I, I, I need you to to help me be the best captain America that I can be. Um, you don't alpha up and be like, you want to be my sidekick. Cause that's what happens. You know, like you kinda, you kinda don't fuck with that. Uh, that's the biggest thing I, I would say is that you don't, don't alpha up on alphas. You know, if, if you want to work together, you know, compliment them and, and be like, hey, look, let's work as a team, you know, so that we that way we can just, you know, ratchet up everything and just and be and be ballers, the ballers that we know we can be. So that's how you approach that. You don't just go, you know, so um, it, it and now they're off to visit Zemo uh, or Zima, whatever they want to you know call the the, the non-alcoholic ladies drink of the 90s uh, that's locked up in jail. So I'm about to go watch that and, and kind of see what's going on. So, um, uh, you know, the episode was just a lot of setup. It, it, it didn't really bring too much to light that I could see. It wasn't something that I was, I was too entirely, uh, thrilled about it. It felt more of a setup. They, they did, they did, did had some action. They did have some action. The fight scenes were pretty, uh, the fight scenes were pretty good. Uh, you learn, uh, that's, that's kind of how you learned Captain America was a super soldier along with the other dude. Um but yeah I'm I'm interested to see where where episode 3 takes us. So on next week's episode I will uh, I'll go ahead and uh, li- you know go ahead and rattle off with that. Um I've got a military episode coming up where uh, I'm I'm doing some works on some Medal of Honor uh warriors. Uh the, it was kind of sparked by a uh something else that I had seen on the internet about a a Russian Spetsnats or a Russian special operations soldier uh who called the airstrike in on himself and uh, I, I kind of did a little bit of a deep dive on that, so I think I might I might come out with like the the military episode around like uh, Memorial Day or or one of the you know one of the special military days that are out there because you know I'm a veteran myself and I like to look into that stuff. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, cut it off here. It, it's it's it is it is literally turning midnight here in a second. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, watch the newest episode and then I'm gonna try to not fall asleep on the couch like I did the other night. And uh, wake up at 4 a.m. all pissed off. And I'm going to try to go get my second COVID shot tomorrow. So, all right. Uh, I love you guys. I love you gals. I'm going to I'm gonna go do what I do best and, and, and try to feel better. So I hope you guys are feeling great on this Easter Sunday. If it is past Easter Sunday, I hope you guys had a great time with your families. If you did, go see your families. And I, I hope everyone is staying safe out there. So I love all your faces. And uh, we'll chit-chatter with you guys late. Har, 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 har. Bye now, everybody.